0: Hey everybody, I want to take a second to tell you about Snagit 2022. I don't have time to go into all the details about Snagit 2022, but it has a variety of options for fast and easy to use video creation. It's got new ways to work across devices and platforms with the new cloud library. And your purchase or upgrade includes your first year of maintenance and the newly updated Snagit certification course. With 20 plus videos and Snagit how-tos, certification is a great way to help you speed up your workflows, unlock potential, and get your work done faster. So check out Snagit 2022 today at snagit.com. And now back to the podcast.
1: You can have the best mic, but if you don't use it correctly,
2: it's kind of worthless. No matter what microphone you're using, it matters where the microphone is
0: and and realize that anything that you do to improve to uh, you add a microphone you just try to get it placed right you just keep practicing you keep trying like learn from that and say okay next time we're going to do better hey everybody matt pierce learning and video ambassador for techsmith here with andy and justin we got another episode we're going to be talking about microphones today we talked a little bit about audio before but we're going to talk about specifically about what type of mic you might want, what might, might work best for your situation. So let's go ahead and, and dive in. Welcome gentlemen, glad you guys are here with me again. Love our conversations, it's super fun. So we're gonna talk about microphones and we all have microphones obviously, but I'm guessing there's some different thoughts about what types of microphones we should be using or what we would like to be using.
1: Yeah, that's, it. that's a conversation,
0: we're done. <laughs> I have tons of questions. <laughs> that was great questions. guys. <laughs> Justin, let's, let's go to you because you've got questions.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I was thinking. I was honestly thinking about this last night because uh, I've got this this mic which is attached, which I know is better than than no mic. I have this mic right here, which is uh, I don't even know what you would call this. What would you call this? Type. What what is the type of mic? Cardioid condenser. Cardioid condenser. Okay, I'm two new things here. So I have this. It's a blue uh, microphone, and then I was thinking about like lapels. Like a lapel mic. Like, why don't more people use lapel mics? This is what I want to. I want to talk. I want to ask first thing. If I, you know, it seems like it would be a much easier thing than dealing with this big thing, and probably even better than this. Thoughts, Andy? Oof.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, oh man, I'm not centered. Let me fix myself on camera here, guys. Goodness sakes. Um, <laughs> I think the. I don't know that I would answer the question of like why don't most people use lapel mics because lapel mics just aren't as easily gettable for, you know, everyday Joes. Like, I mean, to me, I remember before getting into video lapel mics intimidated me for the sole reason of it's a wireless transmitter, right? Like in my mind, a lapel mic is something you put on here and then you got to transmit over there not all of them are that way, but in my mind, I couldn't get over the fact that those are really high tech. Like that's too much for, for something that I would want to do. Um, obviously I know a little differently now they're not that high tech. They use radio frequency, which is pretty common. Um, and they can cause problems, honestly, like interference. Uh, if someone else is using the same channel as you, you're going to pick that up. It's not common, but it happens. We very often. Are there uh, there wired ones? There are wired ones. I actually, Oh (laughs) yeah.
0: I have a wired one. However, let's, this is the problem. If we can get, Mm -hmm. I can't get it to focus. It is a eighth inch jack and now anything that I might want to record on such as we talk about phones. Oh, 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 no, there's no place to plug it in on my Apple device. And these have a physical connection, which means that it can rub and get noise. And even if I'm like my computer, a lot of manufacturers have moved to a universal jack that is supposed to be microphone and headphones, and I found a lot of problems with it. So, yeah, uh, well, this is great, but, and I can tell you when it's great, but for most of us, it's really not great because, I mean, we love the simplicity of plug and play of USB, and this is not that.
2: Right. I mean, you, you can just keep adding complication after complication to that, too, right? Because like Apple gave anyone who upgraded that dongle from the, the mm-hmm. eighth inch to the lightning jack, which is fine. That's great. But now what if your phone dies while you're recording because you couldn't plug it in to, you know, to charge a battery, too? And yes, there's an adapter we can add for that. But I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like you can keep adding complications to it. Um, the the thing I did like about wired lapel mics is that you can plug them right into an audio recorder separately from your camera. But yep, there's a perfect example, is that a Tascam that you have there? Yeah. I love those things. They're fantastic. For video productions where I'm running three cameras and separate audio is just one more thing and that's fine. It's not an additional complication for me. But for most people having separate video and audio and then a separate audio track coming in as well, that's another complication. It's one more thing to add in. Um, And so if you don't want to do a ton of editing, an audio recorder might not be for you. I like it because it gives me a little more control over my audio lines. But we're talking about video production now. We're not talking about just like a quick one off, you know, webcam video. And that's the other thing. It wouldn't work for a webcam video because it's recording. It's not streaming or plugged in directly.
1: You guys have already added way too many things. You've answered my question why not to do why not to use a lapel mic.
0: <laughs> but Justin, if I can add, I mean, in a lot of circumstances, lapels are really ideal, right? Like we we said a bunch of terms, but like the nice thing about is when you have a lapel mic, and it's clipped on, it's always in the right position for as long as you don't do something really weird, like put it right. way over on the side. Or you're not turning. If you're turning your head, maybe. But like the nice thing is, honestly, like here I've got a very narrow focus with the microphone I have. So if I go left or right or turn, I'm going to cause a problem. Your microphone we talked about earlier, it sits in a spot, and if you move, you know it's not following you. The lapel like gives you flexibility, so that is a benefit of it. Like it's not all bad, but like you know in this case I plug it into this digital recorder, and that's going to give me that right spot because this this has got a microphone built into it, but. Where am I going to put it? Like, I'm going to hold it. I'm not a reporter. That would be feel right. weird. So I think there are benefits. I think, I mean, I have not gone out and done the research on lapel microphones recently, but I I don't remember seeing a USB one. I don't. You know, Andy talked about the wireless ones, which are fantastic if you've got one. Mm-hmm. But you're going to spend 150 to six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Like, yeah. that's a lot, and to it's spend. still not going to be
2: it's still not going to plug into your computer or your phone directly. I mean, it's still, when we're talking about wireless microphones, even with a transmitter receiver, we're talking about something that is plugging into cameras or hardware. Also, I just want to stop and say, I love the fact that immediately Justin was like, you guys are already talking way over my head because we need that like (laughs) rein in of like, hang on, let's just talk about basic microphones. Like what can we do to get good? I
1: saw a device that I needed to plug something in and I was out, you know? (laughs) The reason reason I got this blue mic is because it can go straight into the, into the hub.
2: (laughs) Right yeah and what else do we have uh i think all of us in this call have for our blue microphones uh is this arm that is going to be hard to get into the shot without being really terrible but it's this uh what do we even call this
0: uh like a scissor arm
2: scissor arm yeah it's basically and and the reason for that is because where else is the microphone going to sit it comes with a stand and it can sit right next to the computer right here on us but every time i hit the computer it makes, you know, you hear that like tap sound of the microphone. So the yep. nice thing about this arm, and it was like a $20 Amazon purchase, is it gets it off the desk. Uh, it's It's got springs on it, so it absorbs some of that shock. And we don't have to listen every time I click my mouse or tap on my keyboard.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that was the first thing I did when I when I got my um, microphone was, you know, you get it out of the box. I had, I had never a microphone in my life before right before i had to work from home and so i didn't have my arm yet i didn't have any of this other junk that goes with it i just had the little stand and i would set it up and i realized even on the stand they give you it was way too short for my desk right so then i'm getting books and i'm trying to find books to stack the mic on to get it at a level that might make sense and then it's constantly like right there and you know i might as well just be blocking my whole face with the microphone as i'm talking in a zoom call so you don't want that and you just I don't know. It, it can add to uh, that's why I asked about the lapel because I'm like, man, that's just out of the way, you know, to what Matt was talking about versus like this. And and again, like I've got a solution now—the tw- you know, $13 arm off Amazon that you can attach to, and you know, so, uh, saved a lot of room. So,
2: wait a second, yours was 13 bucks. I just said mine was 20. Where are you? Yeah, because I got we, I got no. a steal, man,
1: <laughs> steal. But
2: it's cheap. Knock-off I, I brand. I would also point out, <laughs> yeah, mine was definitely a knockoff brand. Um, but I would also point out that like, uh. Like if we look at the three shots that we have of, of us right now, you know, Matt and I, our microphones are off camera, Justin's is on camera, um, but it's still like low and out of the way and not that noticeable. No one really is distracted by the microphone in any of our shots. The lapel draws the eye. Now, it's it, you might get used to it. You might see it. But like suddenly it's like, oh, that guy's wearing a microphone, especially if then we've got a lapel cord that didn't get tucked into a shirt. And now it's running down the outside of the shirt and we can see the cord. Um and, and while that's not the end of the world, it kind of pulls people out of the video a little bit. So instead of watching the video, at least for me, because I'm a nerd, I look at it and I start going, oh, they've got a lapel mic. I wonder if they're plugged into an audio recorder. They're going direct in. I wonder what did they choose to do? Why'd they go with that over a shotgun microphone? Oh, Hey, there's a That's an Andy point. problem though
0: that's a, i think yeah, that's an that i'm going to i'm going to counter cuz here's the thing like i so i just had a friend ask me about microphones she's looking at doing some stuff on youtube and she you know she's trying to do some cooking things that's uh, you know and she's like well what what do we do and she's like i'm just going to record some stuff and she came back and said i can't put it out cuz the audio is so bad i said well that's first good mm. you know that you're yep. thinking about that and we talked about lapels and she's like she said the same thing Andy was saying well i don't want people to really notice But here's the thing. I think if you've got good content and it sounds okay, no one cares. Who really cares that you've got a lapel microphone? As long as, I mean, there's some basic things you have to do, like run it under the shirt. You can't wear a t-shirt when you're doing it. But you know what? I'd much rather see your, your lapel hanging out and maybe not tucked perfectly and hear you than have to worry about, you know, like... What what were they saying? Why is this so noisy? What's not good? Cuz that microphone's going just going to capture that right around the this here space, right? So <laughs> that's perfect. And they're going to yeah. move, especially in like if you're teaching cooking or something like that, you're going to move and it's gotta follow you. So, I, mm-hmm. Andy, I get it. You're a super video nerd yeah. and you But most people don't care.
2: Dude, I'll tell you what, this is the same problem my wife has when we try to watch a movie. She can't just enjoy the movie. I have to talk about all the things that I'm spotting in it. So, like, yeah, no, you're probably right. This is just a me problem. Um, one one thing, though, talking about the lapel, you know, we internally have talked about the distance from microphone. I don't want to jump jump topics too abruptly here, but there is, like, a good distance versus a bad distance. You don't want to be across the room from your microphone. You don't want to be necessarily right on top of it. Um, there's, we, we tell people what six to 10 inches, six to 12 inches from the microphone, probably six to 10, even yeah. The space from your thumb to your Mm -hmm. pinky, uh, away from the microphone. I'm even leaning in a little bit to get closer. Um, and the same is true for the lapel microphone. A lot of people think it either needs to be like way down the chest or like way up on the collar. Like, nope, it's still that good, you know, kind of distance between the mouth and the microphone. Um, in fact, if you get it too far up, it can hit, you know, I have a beard, so it's going to scratch my beard or it's going to, you know, just make noise there. I, I get it. These are all Andy problems, whatever. Um, and then uh, put, put it a little bit lower and you're going to get a lot of room tone.
1: Yeah. So that, um, that's an interesting thing that talking about your friend though, Matt, like if you were shooting, because I just did this the other day, I shot a, I had a, <laughs> I had a really crazy setup. I was trying to shoot a video with my iPhone because my webcam was kind of not, the picture wasn't great. And... um but I wanted to record the audio separately on this other mic. So, you know, like now I'm working with that and I'm trying to piece those things together. Um, if you are just recording on like what, what advice did you give your friend? Did you tell her to just hop on and and get a lapel mic or did you tell her to get something else?
0: Yeah. And in her case, she's using a smart device, a smartphone. So I, mm-hmm. I just started going through Amazon looking for re- good reviewed microphones that she also had a budget, right? Like we're talking like $50 or under. And so we just said, like, I said, like, you know, look, there's some really good options that are going to work there. You know, if you're using an Apple device, that's particularly problematic because of the lightning plug. Uh, so I said, just go ahead and you know get one that's going to plug into there. Because then the other thing, Andy mentioned the dongle already, but the more connections you create, the less likely you're or the more likely you are to have problems okay. just with the connection. Yeah. The, the, that dongle could be bad or the connection is going to be bad. I bought an adapter that would plug in a microphone and charge at the same time. That thing was garbage. Mm. Like I couldn't charge anything. Mm-hmm. I, so like I su- suggested get one that's going to go directly into her phone. Um, and then, you know, from a, cost perspective to be wired. And then, you know, the challenge there, then she's tethered. All of a sudden you're tethered, right? So that's what we came up with. We did talk about (laughs) this idea of recording to a separate device. Like she could have a laptop and a a different microphone. Um, So it's not going directly to the camera. And then that comes up the question, well, how much do you want to edit? There's a lot of things that make, I think syncing video, like the first time I ever like thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's gotta be so hard. And then I realized, it's actually not too bad if you do a couple things. Like, it doesn't have to be this really hard process, but, like, it's, it's an extra step. And if you don't want to do the extra step editing, good luck. You know, like, you can't record separately. So we went down the path of getting a little, like, talking to her about a lapel. We'll see what she actually does. Um, you know, I think it's one of those things that, it's a, for 20 bucks you get a cheap lapel, you get started, mm-hmm. you start making a few vi- videos, prove the value of what you're doing, and then you can invest in something that's going to be better
1: yeah no i think that's great advice like yeah totally totally if you're gonna just get started and see if you want to make cooking videos for instance right like don't go out and spend hundreds of dollars and then realize you don't like it i think that's the you know we talked about that in another episode when you're we talking about uh cameras but like d- yeah with the mic too i i didn't get the most expensive mic i got probably like what was probably the most reviewed budget-friendly microphone right for you know recording audio because i'm not a professional by any means but i wanted something that'd be a little good so um that, that was that was my take it's on it anyway it's a little good right, just a, good. a bit just a little, <laughs> as long just as a little. Okay. i don't need much i don't need much
2: yeah i think i'm not um, a nerd these these are great microphones honestly like i i mean you know, we're all using the same microphone, I think. I think Justin has the same style one that we're all using. No, is it different? I'm different. Oh, you're different. Oh, wait, yeah. Matt, what? talk about what you've got, because I don't know what you've got then.
0: So you guys are using something like this, right? A big kind of yeah. chunky microphone. This is a Blue Yeti. It's going to sit like kind of wherever. You can hang it upside down, however. Um, I'm actually using a shotgun microphone. And it's, it's different because, one, it's not USB. It's uh, XLR, which is like a three-prong plug that plugs in, and the cord runs into a little mixer. And I just bought a cheap mixer. I was I started a podcast a while back, not related to TechSmith, and um, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a mic. I'm going to get a mixer so I could control the sound a little bit. I could change the bass, the treble, and I could do some more fine controls. And so that's actually, the mixer is USB. It, it runs into... Um, my computer so that's kind of the control setup but it's basically if anyone doesn't know the word shotgun it is a long microphone it's cylindrical um, so it's not real big and it's very directional meaning that the line that it can pick up if i'm off access a little bit it's not nearly as good as if it's really direct you've you've probably seen one you've if you watched any television bloopers and the microphone drops into the TV show, like, oops, there's the boom mic. Uh, that's basically what it is. And I have mine mounted up here above me for anyone that's watching or if you're listening. And the reason I have it up there is so it's out of my way. So I have free, clear kind of rain to move my hands. It's not blocking my screen. I actually used my Yeti for a long time for the uh, the live stream and stuff like that. And it was always in the way of my screen. Like I, yep. I, you know, I had, mm-hmm. I have so many things I'm trying to control. I'm trying to read comments. I'm trying to, you know, look at the controllers. I'm, I'm trying to do all these things and it just was taking up space. And I'm like, it is in my way. And I found that this works really well. There's, it's got some problems. I mean, it's not perfect. I I think uh, it's good because I've got a little echo in here. It doesn't pick up that as much, but I've got a cord that can break or get wonky or come loose. I've got, you know, another set of inputs that I'm, I'm dealing with that I have to make sure like is that too high? Is that too low? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like it. I think it gives me more control ultimately than something like the Yeti, uh, because this is kind of one, one input, right? Like I can't control. if I don't like the way this sounds, uh, I need software to help me control that this, like, I probably shouldn't do this live, but you know, what's, I'm going to turn up my bass, guys. Let's, you know, or I can, oh boy, here we go turn down the treble, So now I'm really bassy, right? And that might not sound as good, but like, so I've got to be mindful of that or I can really turn up the AM radio station. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So there's a problem with it, right? But I I like that I can can tweak the dials a little bit um, to give me a little bit more control on volume and things like that. But it's, again, that's a step above, I think, where most people need to be.
2: Well that brings up a really interesting point in my mind too because what just happened was you adjusted the bass and I didn't hear much of a change and the reason is because for these I've I've switched and put in my airpods instead of my my editing headphones which have a lot more range uh, and the, the these you know the apple pods don't have that much of a bass to adjust uh, whereas when you went treble it went real painful in my ear. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. And it, no, so it's, it's that it's that thing that reminds us that like you don't know what your audience is listening to you on so you want that like best mix of both mm. and so for mm. most people don't add in a mix uh, uh, mixing board please because you don't need to be able to adjust those things you want to give like the best middle ground yeah. <laughs> the best okay sound that you can get and I know it sounds kind of waffling but like you yes if i go to a recording studio i'm gonna mess with the bass and the treble and the mids but that's not what we're doing Um, i mean even in the studio when i'm recording videos you know for youtube uh, i plug i have the same thing i have a shotgun microphone above me and i run the boom pole uh, xlr cord into a preamp that goes into the camera that's not what we need for right now i know how to adjust those things you know we can we can manipulate those to the best of our abilities but we're just looking for plug and play we're just looking for like what can i plug in and work and not worry about getting good sound um and that's why i do like these uh specifically the cardioid that justin and i are using um just because you don't need to do much to it it's it's ready to go i mean i can still make adjustments but i don't
1: Yeah. And I think the best thing that I did when I, and I did the same thing, Matt, like you even notice I might change it, who knows, but like from previous videos, my mic is now down here and not up here because it was the same thing It was blocking screens. It was covering up my view. It was always in the way. And so I'm trying to figure out the best path here. Um, But the two things as somebody who's not a video expert, but or a microphone expert, but did help was getting the getting the arm because then that does give you more flexibility. You can move that totally. whichever way you want. A lot of times, like if I'm not in meetings or not in calls, I will move it completely out of the way very easily with the arm. You just swing it away or swing it forward. Um, but then also I got like a shock mount for that reason Andy was talking about um, where if you like hit the desk or you bang around or you accidentally bump it, like. It helps take some of that vibration down so those were those are the two things that i would add as a novice
0: yeah i think we need to define shock mount though that's uh basically a ring or some device that goes around the microphone to keep it like so if it moves it it absorbs the movement versus the microphone actually actually taking in that because microphones are super sensitive i do want to add to this conversation i think something that's really important i think in in most cases, I think we can universally agree on, and Andy can shoot me down if he thinks I'm wrong, okay. built-in microphones, for the most part, most devices are not good.
2: Right. No, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, I, I So first, Matt, I'm just going to let you know, because I think you were messing with your mixer earlier. I think you're a little hot now, um, oh, but man. Just, <laughs> just wanted to give you that warning. <laughs> um I know the the built-in microphone is not meant for audio recording, right? It's just to give you something. It's something better than nothing. Um, and I've even I, I just did a video the other day on LinkedIn and I was like, listen, if you're gonna use your built-in microphone, that's fine, but same thing as before. Your distance to the microphone matters, especially the built-in microphones are trying to find your voice in the midst of the room around you. And so it will, you know, get louder and quieter based on where it thinks you are. And so like, if you're far away, it's gonna pump up that gain, that volume to try and hear you. And so as it's catching your voice, it's also got a lot of room noise coming with it. Um, And so if you're gonna use a built-in microphone, please don't do that, uh, just get closer to it at least. Um, Problem now is if you're using the built-in microphone with a webcam and you get really close to it, then we have a whole other problem, which is your face gets too close to the camera. So so yeah, built-in microphones, they serve a very utilitarian purpose, um, but they're not meant for, for what we're using them for in the modern era, right? With Zoom calls or with any kind of video recording. Yeah,
0: for sure. I, I, I think the other thing I'll add to the conversation, Justin, and this is for you, and I'm sure you've learned a lot of this, is that. We, you know, we built in microphones and with the exception, maybe smartphones that are, are are bad, as we said, but I think mic technique is probably almost as important as microphone. And we talked a little about, you know, talking through the microphone in a previous episode, you know, we talk about placement, we talk about the things that really aren't about the microphone. So you can, you know, you spend a hundred bucks on this microphone and you, you have it facing the wrong direction doesn't matter how good it is. And, and people right. get that wrong on yep. the Yeti like all yep. the time because people yep. want to talk so, into it like this. I'm a singer. Yep. You know, nope. That's not how it works. Or it's,
2: even can you show the dials on the other side? Does it have the, do you have the cardioid dials on that side? So there are different shapes and they show, one of them's like an upside down heart. There was, it was there for a second. One of them that it's pointed to is an upside down heart. That's the cardioid where like you speak into the rounder side and the side that wraps around like the heart is actually not meant for picking up sound. And so when you speak directly toward uh that you know the blue yeti you're you're on the right side but if you spin it around and get the wrong side it's like your voice is trying to wrap around to the other side of the microphone before it even gets so it's it can sound really bad the other thing speaking of placement if i step back here you know my mic's still picking me up but now you're getting a little bit more room tone than you were before so yeah even even a good mic can sound bad
0: Yeah. And absolutely. I would also just say, you mentioned, since you mentioned the patterns back here, I've also, and I've made this mistake. I haven't checked it and it's been on, like got switched somehow when it was getting moved around or something. And all of a sudden it's trying to capture the entire around the microphone or two sides of the microphone. And so if if you're not, you gotta, I think the other piece of advice, so you got, don't use a built-in microphone, you know, good mic technique, and then Test record something before you're like yeah. committed. Yeah. Just and just listen to it. Just make sure it sounds decent. Like or does it sound like, ooh, that doesn't sound good. Like I I, I made them this mistake, uh, and I see I'm still kind of peeking here on my audio. Uh, I made this mistake the other uh, day. I I went to make a video, and I was using a program similar to like this, and Cam- I think it was actually Camtasia. And I started recording, and I got done, and it was really super short, so it didn't really matter. It was less than a minute. And I listened to it, I'm like, oh, I forgot to change the microphone setting on the recording. It was picking up through my, my laptop and I was like, oh, well, no. throw that away, start again, because it just sounded so terrible.
2: Yeah, been there. Yeah, that happens to me. <laughs> yeah, that happens with webcams. That happens with microphones. You got to, got to make sure all those settings are good. It's good to test in advance. Um, actually, the the fun thing for me was when I first got my my Yeti here at, at the house was testing all those different settings because one mic can do you know it can do like podcast settings so basically one side of the mic and then the exact opposite side of the mic uh, will pick up you and your guest or it can be omnidirectional which just means it picks up the whole room around it uh, yeah there's all sorts of different settings to play with and it was fun to do that test recording and kind of get familiar with those. And then forget about them completely because I really just use it this one way most of the time. <laughs> and there's no reason to complicate my life if I don't have to.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think we've probably covered a ton of ground on microphones. Justin, you feeling you feeling better about your microphone choice?
1: I'm feeling good about my choice. Yeah. I didn't overcomplicate it. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that's the trick. So let's let's go into this, Justin. You're up on the screen, so let's have you go and give us your final take about microphones
1: yeah I would say my my final take would be that it's it's just that you don't need to overcomplicate the choice uh an external mic of any kind is better than than either no mic or trying to shout across the room but most importantly uh technique proper technique cannot uh, be overstated um, if you if you're you can have the best mic, but if you don't use it correctly, it's kind of worthless. Awesome. Andy, final thoughts?
2: Yeah, mic placement is crucial. Whether you've got a great expensive mic or a cheap onboard mic, please don't use a cheap onboard mic. Uh, No matter what microphone you're using, it matters where the microphone is. I mean, we were talking about the fact that those, uh, you know, the grips on TV shows sometimes lower the boom mic into the shot by accident. It's because they have to get as close as they can without getting in the shot to pick up that good audio. So uh, here we are at our desks. We're controlling our own audio. Get the microphone as close to you without being you know right in your face. Uh, give it that give it that six to ten inches uh, and you should have good audio with an external microphone.
0: Awesome advice. So my final take here is it is so easy to get stressed out about all this stuff. There's so many things that you can think and say like how can I know what to do? how do I know which microphone? Take a deep breath and and realize that anything that you do to improve, to to, add a microphone, you just try to get it placed right, you just keep practicing, you keep trying, you know, you're gonna make mistakes. Like I've been looking at my bar now and I've been realizing how hot it's been running. So that means it's too much volume. You're gonna make mistakes. And if you do just like learn from that and say, okay, next time we're gonna do better because at the end of the day, you know, there's only so much you can control. You're, we're not professional sound people. We don't need to, and we don't need to be, but doing a little bit will go a long way to help your colleagues understand you, to help your audience understand you, and just to give you the best possible outcome for your video. Sound good, gentlemen? Yeah, Sounds good. All right, everybody. And Matt,
2: I know we're in an episode we're talking about sound. I feel like you just dropped the mic. Well done. Boom.
0: <laughs> well, we want to thank and everybody do for... That. Don't drop the mic. That is really bad. That's the other piece of advice. (laughs) Well, we'll just wrap up by saying thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Visual Lounge. We're going to keep doing these mini-sodes or whatever you want to call them so that we can bring you some really great advice. We hope you're benefiting. If you are, we'd love to have you leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform if they do that kind of thing or let us know is there a topic that you'd like us to cover in a future episode you can email the visual lounge at techsmith.com thanks everybody we will see you next time